93.3 KIOA, Luke and Jeremy, 2024 edition. Good morning. Woo! Good morning. <laughs> oh, it's nice to see that we remember how to do this. Well, it's still early. <laughs> You've pushed two buttons so far. So far. Calm down. Uh, did you have any trouble going to sleep last night? No. Really? No. Nope, I was good. Oh, I had the worst time going to sleep last night. I think the hangover from New Year's Eve probably helped. <laughs> this happens to me every time I either go on vacation or we have an extended amount of time away from the show. Mm-hmm. I can't help myself. I don't go to bed at a normal time if I know I don't have to be at work the next day. I'll stay up until 11 o'clock, midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning. Woo, look at you getting crazy and partying. Look. You would think that I'd be in bed at a decent time each night considering the schedule I normally have to keep. But when I'm on vacation, all bets are off. Yeah, clearly. And so, unfortunately, I forgot to retrain myself to get to bed earlier so that I can get some sleep. And my idea was I'll stay up late New Year's Eve and then get up early New Year's Day so that I'll be really tired that night in order to go to bed early for the day at work tomorrow. That did not happen. Wow, there was a long walk to get to that. Okay. I still laid... I went to bed at like 8 o'clock last night. Still laid in bed, tossing and turning until about 10.30 before I finally fell asleep. When I tell you I watched the whole of TikTok laying in bed, trying to get tired. Well, that's why you couldn't go to sleep. TikTok doesn't make you tired. It For me, it does, actually. That's I get, weird. I, get, I watched some guy... Describing the impending snowstorm that we've got coming up in like a week or so. Whoa. I watched the guy's live video talking about whoa, that whoa, for 25 whoa, minutes. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, we got some snow coming. What? We have snow coming no, later, later uh, in the week. Nope, nope, I'm not. No, uh-uh. No, I don't care about your sleep anymore. Snow? <laughs> yes. I didn't really care about your sleep to begin with, let's be honest. <laughs> oh, it's nice to see we're in a new year and nothing we're has back! changed. <laughs> And now, more fun with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Well, over the holiday week, there were a lot of bowl games to be seen and a lot of teams to root for. But I feel like the talk of the town these days is nothing to do with the teams that played in the bowl games and more the mascots in the bowl games. I love it. Bowl games are getting more and more unhinged as these corporate sponsors come in. Yeah. And I think none of them are being talked about as much as the Pop-Tarts Bowl (laughs) a few days ago, where at the end of the game, now this is after an entire game full of tomfoolery and shenanigans by the Pop-Tarts mascot. Mm -hmm. Like he was behind the referee doing air guitar and like messing around with people on the sidelines, throwing Pop-Tarts at commentators. He was doing exactly what a mascot should be doing. Yeah. Textbook mascot behavior it was phenomenal where they deviated from the textbook was at the end of the game when the mascot was lowered into a giant toaster (sighs) holding up a sign that says dreams do come true yeah and then seemingly was shot out cooked at the bottom and then eaten by the winning team yeah I don't think we've seen anything like this before where the mascot of the game was eaten by the winning team. No, no, that's not a a normal thing. That's like nightmare fuel for a lot of children. And then it seemed like the other bowl games were equally as weird. I mean, even the Cheez-It Bowl that the Hawkeyes played in, which I believe 
Cheez-It and Pop-Tarts are similarly owned by the same company, so maybe they were all in the same meetings together. Oh, God. Because the Cheez-It mascot had a similar entrance into the game where he arose out of a big box of Cheez-Its holding signs. Well, that, that, I mean, that makes sense. Either that or they called a really fast audible after they watched the Pop-Tarts game. Dude, that could be part of it. And I know that the uh, the winning coach in the Cheez-It game had Cheez-Its dumped on him. Mm. We know in the Duke's Mayo Bowl, they dump mayonnaise on the winning Blech. coach. Blech. The Duke's Mayo Bowl was really hard to watch, too, because every time they would go to the sideline guy, who is normally is supposed to talk about you know, little stories about the players, maybe injury updates. No, he kept talking about different things that he was eating with mayonnaise on them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it's something. It is something. They said that uh, Pop-Tarts paid $2 million for the sponsorship of that bowl, and mm-hmm. they say they got $12 million in exposure out of it. What do you think those meetings are like? The meetings with all the big corporate Pop-Tart bigwigs. I love that there's big Pop-Tart. <laughs> What do you think that meeting was like? I just imagine them in like a glass room going, what are we going to do? How do we make this work? And someone raises their hand and goes, I have an idea. Let's make a giant toaster and eat the mascot. Do you think the big wig was like, oh, yeah. Considering the kind of adults that I know that eat Pop-Tarts, I imagine what that meeting must have sounded like. It was probably more like... Hey man, I okay. Wait, I got an idea. I got an idea. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Anyway, I got an idea. Are they drinking it? Let's meetings. No. Oh, that's what it sounds let's, like. Let's let's put them in a toaster, <laughs> and then they'll come out, and the winners will eat them. What do you think of that, you guys? Am I the only one in this meeting? Big Pop-Tart is going to come after you. Bring it. You're in trouble. It's Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. The beauty of going home or going somewhere for the holidays is you run into people that you've not seen in a long time. Yeah. And you have a tendency to meet new people when you're around the ones that you've not seen in a while. Sure. So we um, went back to Kansas City for Christmas to see my boyfriend's family, and one of his friends was in town. He's military, so he was in town for the holidays, and was like, hey, come hang out with me and a group of friends. We're all going to go have some drinks or do whatever, right? First off, let me just go ahead and preface this. I'm at least like 10 to 12 years older than everybody (laughs) in this entire group. And my boyfriend's friend, Carter, love you, Carter, he has been listening to me on the radio for years. Yeah. For years. And when we first met, he was so excited that he got to meet Journey from the radio. <laughs> then he realized it wasn't that exciting. But he loves to poke the bear a little bit. And when he introduces me to people, he's always like, oh, my God, this is Journey from the radio. You know. You know. You've heard her on the radio. I cannot tell you how many times the other night I met a new person where Carter said, oh, my God, it's Journey from the radio. And the person looked at me and said, I don't really listen to the radio. <laughs> Why do people do that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I got, I don't really listen to the radio. I got one, what it's radio. That was a thing. Wow. And then I got another person that looked at me and went, that's an actual job. <laughs> It's weird. It pays American money and everything. Weird. Like, why? Why is that what people say? I don't understand why 
it may, and I don't know if it's just us. Maybe it's other professions as well. But I've had that exact same thing happen yeah. where I tell people what I do and they immediately tell me that they don't listen to the radio at all. It's the same thing as if somebody from Nationwide came up and was like, hey, nice to meet you. I work at Nationwide. And I go, I don't have insurance. <laughs> Like, why? Why do you do that? Hi, I work at Hy-Vee. Oh, I really don't eat food. I don't. I don't buy groceries. <laughs> like, it doesn't what? make any sense. I mean, even if you, even if you don't listen to the radio, I don't know why you would even think to say that to the person. Yeah, I don't support what you do for a living. No, not at all. <laughs> you know, like, I mean. I get it with like NASCAR drivers or something like, hey, I'm a NASCAR driver. And people be like, I don't watch NASCAR like that at least makes a little bit of sense. But I don't understand the whole like, no, I don't I don't know what you do. Maybe that is another group of people that deal with like what we do. And that's maybe. Yeah. Athletes in general. Where they say, you know, oh, I play professional insert sports here. And then they're like, oh, I don't want I don't watch sports. I don't I don't know anything about. Great. Cool. Yeah. Good for you. I'm glad you make lots of money doing things, but I don't care. I'm still making money, though. Well, I mean, come on. It is radio. It's not a real job. <laughs> and now, more fun with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. You're going to hear a lot about people's New Year's resolutions over the yeah. next couple of days. Or months. <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> But I'm just to the point now where, and I don't know if it's because I'm just so cynical, but... You cynical, no. People rarely keep their New Year's resolutions. In fact, I would venture to guess most people forget what their resolution was by, say, April or May. Mm. And so the minute that the conversation turns to New Year's resolutions, I just start cringing. Because it's just... You are no fun. It's going to be one of those conversations. I like how you say you don't do resolutions, but you like to make small promises to yourself throughout the year. Those are resolutions, my friend. Same thing. Potato, potato. Who cares? Uh, uh, The definition of resolution is a firm decision to do or not to do something. Mm, I don't know if that's necessarily the same as a goal. Mm, You, no, it's the same thing. But I just cringe every time I hear people start talking about New Year's resolutions. You have anything that in particular that, like, the minute you hear it come out of somebody's mouth, you cringe? How much time do we have? <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Say something. No. Oh, there you go. I cringe. I cringe. Uh, on Facebook, uh, Diane Teppert says YOLO. Are they yeah, still saying not. YOLO? Some people do say YOLO, yeah. Because it's just an excuse not to think. I would say FOMO. That's one that kind of makes me cringe as well. Just the phrase itself? Yeah. Just like, okay, if you're not going to do something, don't do it. I don't understand why you have to gripe about it later. I do use the term FOMO quite a bit. Yes. Yes, you do. Jan Manning says game changer. Is that like corporate speak? Eh, it can be corporate speak. It can be sports speak. Yeah. I, I mean. Yeah, that's a whole other diatribe that I can't go around. <laughs> let's not. Let's uh, not cringe that way either. A couple of people said, it is what it is. I'm guilty of using this. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know why that one would be so cringeworthy. I think it's just kind of a throwaway phrase. Yeah. It's just your way of being like, well, I can't do anything about it. Mm. Okay. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> no, I knew it. can't do anything about what you just said. Uh, Ken says, uh, Boomer or Karen. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, look, boomers are, I mean, that's a, that's the name of a generation. Yeah. You're going to be using that for a while. Although people use it as more of an attack anymore. It's all about context now. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, I think the Karen thing. Yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> uh, Troy, oh, Melanie says uh, wash instead of wash. Oh, don't go to Southwest Missouri then. <laughs> <laughs> it's Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Well, you know, I do love me my Legos. In fact, New Year's Eve is a tradition in my house. I always do some kind of a Lego build. And this year I went to the Lego store, spent a little Christmas money, got myself not one, not two, but three Lego sets to build. That's insane. Well, normally I build like whatever the current big monstrosity is for Lego. And while they do have some out there that are pretty big, you know, like the Eiffel Tower uh, they've got a Titanic. A, well, I already built that one. <sighs> they have a, col- a Roman Colosseum. I'm just not interested in having those. First of all, I have nowhere to put the <laughs> Eiffel Tower because the thing is like five feet tall. That's awesome. I don't know where I'd put that in my house. But anyway, so I bought like three smaller sets. I got a an Atari 2600 because that was my first video game system. My first portable little video game machine was a, a little mini Pac-Man machine, so they have one of those. Yeah. I got that. And there was a Disney camera that I just have had my eye on for a while. Mm. I'm almost done with the third of the three, and that's the Atari. And as I was doing my builds this weekend, I get a text message from Jeremy. It says, I'm building Legos, just like you. <laughs> and I had to ch- triple check who that, texted me. That, that is not what the text message said. I'm paraphrasing. That is not what the text message said. Paraphrasing, Jeremy. Oh, my goodness. Paraphrasing, Jeremy, is when I'm you take what actually right. is said no, and you shorten it no, for context. No. No. But either way, Jeremy was building with Legos. I didn't even text that to you. I didn't text you that. What okay. are you, you're just making stuff up now. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't send you that text. You messaged me in some way, shape, or form. Nope. I, well, then how do I find out that you did Legos? Didn't text you about it. Okay. Because <laughs> I meant sure not to do that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I might have put it on social media, Uh huh. but I didn't text you. But you were building with Legos over the holiday week. I was not building with Legos. I wasn't making big, giant things. I was making pretty, pretty flowers. You were assembling things with Legos. That sounds way fancier, <laughs> okay. and I like it. And not only you... Our own Lee McNabb, uh-huh. also building with Legos over the holidays and ended up enjoying herself, said she was very, very entertained and was having a lot of fun. Here's the difference, though, between us and you. <laughs> Lee's children got Legos. Mm-hmm. Her four-year-olds and her five-year-old got Legos, yeah. all, soon to be, four and five. So she was playing with her children, building things with Legos. Yeah. My Legos were a gift- as well from my mother, who thought they were pretty, and they're lovely. I do love them. They are fantastic. You drove hundreds of miles to go to a Lego store and bought your own Legos. First of all, let's make this clear. I was there in Wisconsin to visit family for Christmas. I just so happened to be near a Lego store. You can't tell me that as you're driving all the way up there for Christmas that there's not a little spot in the back of your head that's like, I cannot wait to get away from these people and go to the Lego store. (laughs) 
I know that there is that little voice in the back of your head okay. the entire drive. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying there is a difference between my Legos and your Legos. My Legos are sophisticated. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> just saying. I mean, they're they're pretty and lovely. All that I hear is that you would like to be a little more like me because you saw how much fun I was having and you thought, I want to have that kind of grown-up adult fun. No, because I don't want to do a Pac-Man or a Titanic or any of these giant things. I want pretty, pretty little flowers. Still Legos those, nonetheless. Those are lovely. I can display them in a nice vase. I can't kill them. That's even better. Mm-hmm. I like I like that. You See? want the fun toy part of it. I want the pretty prettiness of them. You're already becoming more sophisticated like me because you're pronouncing it vase. <laughs> I hate you. Back to Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Over the holiday break, we uh, spent a couple of days up in Wisconsin with my in-laws. And I want to start off by saying that they are always wonderful hosts. They are always so accommodating to us. And I appreciate everything that they do while we stay there. Wow, that is the biggest, like, I'm going to butter them up before I really say something I shouldn't. (laughs) Because I want to make sure that this is not misconstrued as being, you know, a criticism or mean or anything. Because I, first of all, I know they listen. Yeah. So, Uh and I think what it is, is that we've proven that there needs to be a line of communication between my mother-in-law and me when it comes to our visits. Because Susan pointed out to, to her that sometimes she doesn't have like enough snacks around the house for me and Ben specifically because we have a little bit pickier tastes. Oh, picky. Picky taste. That's what <laughs> yeah. we're calling it. Okay. Uh-huh. And when it comes to breakfast specifically for me, I'm usually a cereal guy. Yes. So I like to have a bowl of cereal in the morning and then I'm off and running. I don't really care unless like, you know, I wake up and they've already made this big breakfast and they say, hey, we've got extra pancakes and eggs and blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, okay, fine. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm a cereal guy. So my mother-in-law and Susan talked what, before we went. So much trouble. They they talked before, and Susan gave her what I am assuming is a rundown of different cereals yes. that she can have on hand. Yes. Well, my mother-in-law stuck with just one of them, which was Bran Flakes. Okay. Which is fine because I do love me some Bran Flakes. However, because I have kind of a temperamental. Delicate system. Delicate system. I tend to only have bran flakes about once a week, <laughs> maybe twice if I'm feeling randy. And so then I was a little concerned because I'm like, well, crap, we're going to be here for three straight days. I I don't know if I want to have bran flakes for three straight days. <laughs> okay. So I got a little concerned. And so the first day, I will say that I was craving pancakes. And so I left for breakfast and I went and picked up some pancakes over at McDonald's. The next day I had bran flakes, and then the third day I can't remember what it was. I can't actually honestly don't remember what I had for breakfast that morning. It wasn't bran flakes because uh-huh. we were getting ready to drive home that morning, uh-huh. and I'm like, "There's no way I'm going to be like, you know, a little gurgly tummy on the way on a five bran- and a half hour drive." The bran kick in at the wrong time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So I, I mean, I don't know if you guys run into that same thing with you know with your <sighs> parents when you go and visit them when you have to like make sure they have the right food in the house. I have so many things to say about this. <laughs> and you are can they not be directed at me? So much trouble, so much trouble. <laughs> First off, you're an adult. Go buy your own cereal. 
Why do you have to make sure that her mom has it available for you? No, Just no, go no. pick it up and turn it on your way she's in. She's offering. She's offering to make sure that we have food. But still. But still. If but you don't right. like the cereal options... Run over to Target, grab you some cereal, and you're good to go. It's not that I didn't like them. I liked them just fine. It's there just, just I weren't was, enough options for I, you. No, no, no. It wasn't even that there wasn't enough options. It's just that I was a little concerned about what it might do to my stomach. Right. So did you at any point go buy more cereal? No, I didn't. And no. I, and I could have and you should have. You could have. You definitely yes. could have. Yes. Here is the thing. My mother has, she eats a certain way. Like she's always done the whole clean eating Healthy diet, paleo, stuff that my boyfriend and I do not do. (laughs) Give us the sugars, give us the wheats. So my mother travels everywhere with her own food. (laughs) (laughs) She will come up or wherever we're going, even if we're going to like my brother's house in Minneapolis, she will drive nine and a half hours with a cooler of the food that she wants to eat. She also loves grocery shopping. So she will mark out where all the best grocery stores are in the area and go to the grocery store and buy all of her own food. (laughs) We can have food on hand, but even if I ask my mother, like, what do you want us to make for you? She'll be like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll just bring my own. (laughs) So I, I think it's maybe this is just because it's my mother. I think it's strange that your mother in law is trying to figure out, like, what kind of food you will eat. So that she can have it on hand. When you're an adult, you can take your own. It's one thing if she was like, I want to have Ben's favorite Pop-Tarts or whatever. Yeah. You're not her child. (laughs) (laughs) You are her son-in-law, who also happens to be the father of her grandchild. Uh Uh-huh. She doesn't have to cater to you. Well, maybe next time Ben will request some Apple Jacks. Mornings with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. So Jeremy waited until about... 10 minutes ago to start going through all of her emails from the holiday week. Oh, yeah. Are you one of those people that does not check your email whatsoever if you're off work? No, I just forget about it. Yeah. Like, I see it pop up on my phone, and I always think I should go read that, but then I start doing something else because I'm spending time with my mom or my dad or whatever, and yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, when I'm done with this, I'll, I'll check it out, but then I just forget about it. I know people who full-on take their work email off of their phone when they go on vacation. That's too much. Yeah, that just seems like a lot of extra work for me, especially when it comes to having to turn around and put it back on. Yeah, I couldn't. I constantly check my work email when I'm on vacation, even though I say I'm not checking my email. I just don't respond to anything. Mm. So I will see your email and if I decide that it's something I want to follow up on when I come back, I won't delete it. Otherwise, I'm like, delete, 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 delete huh. all week. Well, I didn't really get anything of substance as I'm sitting here looking at the email blast I got from DiGiorno Pizza. <laughs> so clearly, I didn't miss a whole lot. Why are you subscribed to something from DiGiorno Pizza Remember on we were, your work account? We were trying to get the Thanksgiving pizza. Oh, that's right. And I just haven't unsubscribed yet. Got it. So this is them trying to get me to buy pizza for New Year's Eve. Clearly, I missed the boat on that. And by the way, the week between Christmas and New Year's, Uh an excellent week to unsubscribe from all those dumb emails you don't want. Because you remember. Because that's when all the the email lists come out of the woodwork to like try to get you to buy stuff. Yeah. You just think to yourself, when did I subscribe to this? I am unsubscribed from so many emails over the course of the last week. It's crazy. I'm still not going to unsubscribe from this because you never know. I might want some pizza one day. (laughs)
I'm sure my company loves the fact that that's what I'm doing with my work email. I'm sure they do. Uh Uh-huh.